Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, my yoga instructor is our special guest, Amber. We discuss how to make yoga less humiliating, plus goat yoga, beer yoga, whatever kind of yoga you want to get into. And we pull oracle cards just in time for Valentine's Day. I'm feeling super mindful right now. Here we go. All right. Welcome back to Off the Air. It's more banter. Let's filter our podcast. Basically, the discussions that we have off the air. Uh, we've invited a special guest, my yoga instructor, Amber. Amber from at New Mom Rising, everywhere on social media. Oh. She's fantastic. We already had an awkward moment in the hallway with our boss. What happened? <laughs> what happened? He, was, he was going to the pisser, and I hate to stop anybody going to the bathroom, but yeah. like it feels weird also walking by with a stranger and not at least acknowledging and so I said he did look official in a suit so yes. I wasn't really sure if I should like bow oh, he's or... a good looking man he's just had his birthday <laughs> bow. but I said this is Amber and remember I'm new to this right and so I said this is Amber she's my yogi and I thought that was correct but apparently that is an incorrect way to address someone who is your yoga instructor it was fine with me it was okay yeah, Why? No, what's, totally what are you fine. supposed to say well because he looked at me and goes excuse me like well, I think like I was... just in, like I just introduced a bear at a picnic. Okay. Yeah, and then he said Yogi Bear. No, um, it was. I think it's totally fine. It was just out of context for him. Okay. Because I'm not. I mean, I don't look like a yoga. I didn't come from an ashram. I'm not wearing like a white robe. Also, and, it's we're know. not used to hearing Marcus refer to anything as my yogi. <laughs> right. Because he's made fun of this for years and kind of poo pooed on it a little yeah. bit. So to have him casually throw it in conversation, it's oh, like, like wait what? Yeah. Sandy exactly. still has emotional scars for the amount of shit that I've given her over the years. For, for her, everything. Her, uh, it's going to take a while. Spiritual awakening. <laughs> but so, and plus the man had to pee. So now we're just delaying him. You know what I mean? And throwing out ner- words he doesn't know. Right. But we're back. We're yes. Back. We're back. So we're excited to have a studio guest because yes. uh, I like talking to new people. And I'm excited you're here because um, you. yoga is, is, I think, something we all need whether we know it or not, mm-hmm. he was very resistant. Marcus was very resistant. And I know your first session, let's let's describe, first of all, why you finally decided to take yoga. By the way, I feel the need to defend myself for five seconds. Sure. I didn't crap on yoga. I've always been a fan of, of yoga. But you were for, afraid to do it. For other people. What I crap on is the other stuff. The, uh, what do you do in the desert? Oh, I'm going to get my aura red next week in Sedona. Great. That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, the drum circles. <laughs> I can tell you that. I can't tell... Doesn't like drum circles, sound meditation, healing. Everything's a joke. Okay, in but here. you know we do a lot of this in class, and you don't even realize I'm doing it, right? <sighs> see, but what I, <laughs> but see, the reason it works for me is because I'm paying for yoga. I'm not paying for the other hocus pocus. Oh, but but because but you're benefiting from the hocus pocus. Am I though? Yeah. Am I? Let's talk about your first class right, first. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. For, no, first, uh, let's talk about why you were a little hesitant to start. And I want you to talk about your first class with Amber. For me, every time I try to do yoga, and I did yoga three or four times before meeting Amber, is I I always felt left behind. Mm. I was always that kid in the back of the class, like faking poses while everybody else was doing real poses and never having enough time to get to the pose that the instructor wants you to. And so I was like, all right, now, uh, class, we're going to uh, to segue into Warrior 2. And meanwhile, I'm still on my knees, like trying to figure out how to stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So for guys, it's, it's... I say this all the time. It's very emasculating. 
manipulated because we, you know, we're used to going into the gym and lifting heavy and how much weight can I throw up? But we always ignore our hamstrings, our flexibility, our bodies. Well, and yoga is a slower, gentler process. Yeah. Unless you're in a class of 30 people. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. No, and I'm interrupting you, but um, it's not necessarily valued. It's not always valued um, because it's slower, like you're saying, and it's not macho. And we're in a society that's go fast, be the best. And I say all the time in group classes, this is your yoga. Keep it on your mat. It's not a competition Mm -hmm. all the time, even to my son, if we're doing group yoga in his classroom, like it's not a competition. It's all about you. But our society is not really structured around that. So you're kind of like, what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. I'm not. Am I trying to be the best? Right. Like, well, and it's hard to, to not compare yourself to other people. It's course. just hard. We do that in any class, any group setting. And I've done Bikram a few times mm-hmm. and that, you know, whew, it's hot. It's an hour and a half. A uh, unless you practice regularly, it, you know, the first class I wanted to puke and they're yeah, like, just try to stay in the room. long because you're like, I'm going to throw up after and now I need a nap. Yeah. And then you're disgusting. <laughs> <And> a shower. <laughs> I know. Every single person I talk to that they bring up Bikram. And how amazing it is. And then they always end it with, by the way, I almost died. <laughs> that but does that's not... the thing, right? It's the competition. I showed up. I conquered it. I did it. I made it. Mm-hmm. And so I think a private lesson at a home-based studio right. relieves a lot of that, right? You walk in. It's well, it's kind of weird you're in someone's house. But it's like yeah. it's more sacred. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, you know, and it's one of those things, again, where I'll walk into a group session and I have really thin pencil legs. Because of my cerebral palsy, right? My shirts are always too short, right? So my gut's always flopping around. Amber has to see all these things. <laughs> but it's just the two of us. And, I've, and, and, and there's something calming about being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Amber, how many times do we have the discussion of like, what do you want to work today? Mm-hmm. And we'll say, do you want to do some hip openers? Do you want to do some, some chest openers? Do you, uh, do you, I'll just say, I want to stretch my hammies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I want to do today. That's your main, mm-hmm. I think a main focus. That's been a goal for you for a long time. But to be able to touch the ground with my fingers has been amazing. And I've learned a couple of things. For a lot of people, that's second nature. But for a lot of guys that you wouldn't think so... Uh, our friend Brian, who owns the OPL, which mm. is the big bar that I always go to, I posted that picture of myself doing yoga. He's like, dude, I can't even do right. that. He can't and even sit up straight. And he's out there surfing all he's the time. And surfing. so I think it's it's a neglected part of our body. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're a very forward-facing culture, right? It's like, how does my face look? But we don't really care what the back of our head looks. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like my eyes, my makeup, right. the mirror. And we forget a lot about behind us. And if you think about our shoulders, mm-hmm. um, the way we hold tension, we shove stuff stuff in the back that we don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity to bring awareness to the neglected parts of our body yeah. and release it. It's an energy yeah. release, which I like so much. You don't mm-hmm. even know how tense you are until after your class and you're, you walk out feeling like, holy crap. You I just, you just you literally give yourself of your day like back. That, yes. What energy. inspired you to become a teacher or to even start the process? I'm becoming a mom. Really? Uh-huh. We moved. So I'm from the Bay Area. We moved to Wisconsin. My husband lost his job here and it was a big, crazy thing. And we had a two-year-old and we were like, mm-hmm. how are we going to live? So we moved to the Midwest and I had a little kid and I'm from California. And I thought, oh my gosh, who am I? What am I doing here? And I'd always used yoga. Uh, previously mm-hmm. to anchor myself I discovered it in high school um, and I just realized I need this 
So instead of just going headfirst in a practice, I thought I want to go one step deeper. Um, and I did use it in my pregnancy and my postnatal recovery. I had really bad postpartum depression as well. And I thought, you know what? This is similar. This is a I'm very traumatized right. in this foreign land. And I did a yoga teacher training. And how, how does the teacher training? Life. Do you have to get a lot of hours? or? It's, I did my 200-hour teacher training. There's also a 500-hour. And then there's little modules you can add on. Wow. So you can do and which I've done. I've done the kids' yoga training, prenatal yoga training, postnatal yoga training, um, lots of mindfulness practices wow. and additional things, and then a bar training as well. So I teach bar. And Jason's a lot of wife is a, a yoga instructor as oh, well. She did, awesome. she did 200, so you know all this. She did 200 and she's done the kids yoga and yeah. a couple. This all sounds really familiar. Mm -hmm. And she just felt a calling mm -hmm. um, and she just loved well, the classes and wanted to challenge herself. And she did it, and we went to the graduation. You know, That's everyone's so in great. white. It's very beautiful. So it's very cool. But yeah. how do you feel about yoga? Oh, I like it. Do you do it? Uh, no. <laughs> so and my husband has the same thing. He does his own yoga practice, but everybody's like, oh, your wife's a yoga teacher. You probably do yoga together all the time. And it's like at the end of the day, it's the last thing that we have time for to do together. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm a big idiot and my wife knows it. So like every now and then I'll go, oh, hey, can we do it for like 30 minutes in the living room after our son goes to bed? Okay. And then we'll start. You're not taking this seriously. And I'm like, I'm trying. But it's like, we're so goofy with each other all the time. She's just used to go take a class. I can't deal with you. Right mm -hmm. now. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> you have to tell Jason. Hard to get past that uh, husband-wife dynamic yeah, sometimes. Yeah. That's like with my wife. She was a, a massage therapist. So everybody just assumed mm -hmm. I was getting massaged out all the time. Yeah. In, she's uh, like, my hands hurt. Ten, in 10 yeah. years together, I had one massage. And her massage table is retired. It sits behind the couch, dusted up, never to be used again. Oh. And But she's really good at it. She's really good at it. Like, super pro and won't let me violate the spirit of massage therapy on any level at any time, which was, you know. What, what, what do you mean by that? Like, on our fourth date, I was like, so, uh, do you want a funny business? Or? He's trying to say he was looking for a hand job on the massage yeah, table. You're an idiot. He wanted a happy ending. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. She's good. like, no, you're good. an asshole. She actually keeps you're it, she keeps it sacred. It up. That's she does. Good. She keeps yeah. it sacred. Yeah. Uh, you got to tell producer Jason what your husband does for a living. Uh, he makes uh, mobile video games. What company does he work for? He works for a company called Perblue. They're actually based in Wisconsin. So he was here at Electronics Art, Electronic Arts, which is where we met Zynga, right. um, Kabam, a few others. And then we moved to... Midwest. I'm really scared of those games because little kids love mobile games and all the little microtransactions. Then you get the bill from, you know, AT&T <laughs> and they charge like $100,000. I'm really scared about that. <laughs> so the good news, right, is now the phones have the little thumbprint. Yeah, or Face so, ID. Yeah, so if, if Gio wants to charge anything on my phone, it has to be my thumb. Oh, okay. good. But he does the usual, like, Mom, Angry Birds, I need this thing, and it's yeah, yeah. $20. And I'm like, no, the one that's 99 cents, you can have one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mom's so, bargaining. I, I was going to download Minecraft the other day to see what it was all about, and it was $7. That's it's That, that game is way too deep. Marcus. $7. No I don't have game. time for that. We don't even have time to watch TV anymore. No, not at all. By the way, okay, back to uh, yoga. I am so confused on how many types of yoga there is mm. like literally how many are there out there there are tons and if somebody were to really ask me like what type of yoga are you doing with marcus in your private classes it's a combination of yeah. a bunch of different stuff name a few so well we talked about bikram already that's a very popular type of yoga there's vinyasa there's ashtanga there's hatha yoga 
um, Iyengar yoga, and then restorative yoga, yin yoga. Yeah. And then there's variations of these. So now there's the whole, well, Reiki's not yoga. Reiki is spiritually guided energy, and I do have my Reiki level two training as well. But we incorporate that into our yoga sessions. Qigong? And there's fusions. That's Can a, that, I get a half so, a point for Qigong? Yes, I think that might count. Isn't that some well, like a off, chai, there's offshoots chai, now. chi, um, martial my, my arts My friend in LA movement. just did a trap yoga class. So they listen to trap music okay, to but yoga. That's, okay. that's, that's so then, yes. Yeah, so. Goat yoga? Like anything can be yoga <laughs> so now. I am a goat yoga instructor. That's I'll what just I'm throw that out there. And then Do of you have course, goats? No, so I go to I teach at Limos Farm on oh, the ninety two. They have all the goats right now. We have wow. thirty baby goats. But real talk, Shameless what are you doing when shits? Come <laughs> to goat yoga. <laughs> what was the question? Ask the question oh, again. You wave your hands like this, Wait, and myself or someone else comes and um, sweeps. Okay, the so goat poop on your mat. Yes, it happens. What if it's on your back or on your yeah, head? Yeah, that's what or I'm worried about. Hair. They're climbing okay, on your so back and then they dump on you. Of, we've done two seasons. One time somebody got peed on. Mm. Oh, that's not so One bad. Time and Done. it was from a nice baby goat and she is now our volunteer assistant she comes out of the goodwill of her heart to hold baby goats and help clean up goat poop oh, so she nice wasn't her. traumatized by a little bit of goat pee um, no you the guys day I get excreted on by a goat I think I'm as out. a show <laughs> we should do goat yoga I have trust issues I have trust issues with what I'm going to be doing a pose and one of them's going to want to eat my eyelashes or, they're not going to get up to your face they're going to climb on your back they do do come all over your whole body because they're so okay, sweet. Okay, the curious. day a goat comes on me, I'm done. Wait, are you scared? Ew. You're so dumb. Are, you're scared of animals? What's going on here? No, I, I have trust issues with goats. What, goats specifically. But these are baby goats. I, I get it. If you're not comfortable, it's okay. But some of them are literally five days old. Oh, that's so, so cute. Yeah, but you're doing bigger ones too, are you not? It's what not just issue? you. It's just the babies and a couple of their mamas because they're still nursing. So what? they'll kind of walk around and the babies What's are going trying on in to your nurse. past that you have a goat <laughs> issue? We just we go to Lemos all the time and I just... They okay. they tell you to wash your hands after you touch them, and then there's E. coli. You don't have rabies. Pl- it's what? okay. So my <laughs> thing, uh, you asked me, and I honest. am just going to say, I would rather somebody that is a germaphobe or doesn't like animals or has any hesitation not come to the class because <laughs> I've had once or twice somebody say, I don't want a goat on me. Yeah. Or like, they're, just it throws the whole vibe off. They yeah. show up to goat yoga and they go, I don't want anything to do with goats. Yeah, I it's just, happened once or twice. I don't trust them. I think they're smelly. And I don't need, I don't need okay. them peeing or pooping on me. And I'm not, I'm not a germaphobe per se. Because you know me, I'm not the cleanest individual there ever was. Yeah, but you probably smell more than they do. You stop. Yeah. Marcus. Look, we have to respect Marcus's thoughts on this. I'm just saying goats on the savagery of the animal scale. Are, now, ostriches, you ever met an ostrich? Ostriches are savages. Have you met an ostrich? Yes, I have. Have you gone toe-to-toe? They, no, you, you go to like... They're really tall. They're really, yeah, they're, they're huge. Uh, it was, we were driving, uh, we were coming back from Southern California, I think on 101, I forget where it is, but there's an ostrich farm mm-hmm. and you can feed the ostriches. Savage animals. By solving. Be scared of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goats, gentle as hell. They have horns well, on their head. So our babies, we dehorn them right away. Okay. If you get them off before they grow in, uh-huh. it's not an issue and it's because they're petting zoo goats. Okay. Um, because we have so many and you're right, you don't want to get horned. 
No. I, I get that. in the that. face while I'm trying to do a downward dog. I'm I not. thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No offense. Like, oh my God, goat yoga. What are they going to think of next? But I just pictured myself doing it. And I think uh-huh. just being with animals makes people yeah. happier. So it's all animal therapy. And yeah. I tell people too in that class, you know, your jaw is going to get the biggest workout and maybe your core from laughing. Cute. And that's the deal. And it is a combination of different types of yoga and I always also say the goats don't care what your yoga looks like. Yeah. And I think that's they just in part hang out. why Marcus likes coming to a private yoga class because there's nobody there to no. judge. Mm-mm. You know, He's more worried about a goat judging him <laughs> than a human being. We got issues. It's not even <laughs> judgment. I just don't trust them. I, right, I would have Last half jab. an eye on the goat the entire time. But I'm also a guy, I guess I am some level of germaphobe because I'm also a guy that won't take a secondhand mattress. Like whenever, you know oh, how they have that's not a bad thing. I mean, really, I, we, I get that. You know, like next door, somebody will post up like, oh, like new queen mattress. I will secondhand anything. Like new. They made five But a mattress. That thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, unless you got a black light to throw in there, I do not trust you at all. No, that's fine. Okay. Well, anyway. Sandy and I will go. Very good. I would love to have you there anytime. You Where need to come you? with us, Marcus. But I think it'd be funny if you just sat all video. Bay. No, no, no. You have to be in it, but you don't have to do it. I think it'd be funny if we You're tried it, but Marcus sat watch. in the background angry. What about beer? <laughs> what? Beer, yoga? Be beer yoga, wine yeah. yoga, wine yoga, weed yoga. Like, can't we get down with one of those? So the thing what? that I like about all of these types of yogas, and I'm just going to throw it out there because I have had people question the integrity or the authenticity of these fusion yogas Mm. and my heart is in bringing yoga to people in an environment that they're comfortable where they might not normally have tried yoga and I have had people come to wine yoga Mm -hmm. or goat yoga and say this is my very first yoga class oh that's cool and I'm so happy that they're showing up on a mat they're showing up for themselves and the majority of the time they come up after and say you know what I think I can walk into a studio now Mm. and try a different type of class where they might not have ever done that if Mm -hmm. they didn't have this gateway or intro into yoga that felt less threatening because it combines things that you might not usually bring together right. um, that enhance each other, really. And they're all we're doing is just exposing people um, to their bodies, to their spirits, to their minds, to their breath work, mm-hmm. and creating that holistic experience in in a barn, on mm-hmm. a farm, Anything in a wine room, on the map. whatever it does. Exactly. Anything that gets them on the mat. And to your point earlier, like we're doing all this mindful, you know, mind work and other things without even me really exactly. noticing it because I'm busy in a butterfly, <laughs> basically. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it, though. I will tell you that after my first yoga experience with Amber, like I was so close to tears. Because I could hear my body saying, this is what we've needed for the last 40 years. It's a big, body, yes. And when you get that, it is. It's like everything is just heightened and you realize, oh my God, I'm able to to give myself what I need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm a 45-year-old couch potato. So if there are any other dudes that are like, yoga's for chicks, no, go do it. Another eye-opener that I had, I was in the gym trying to lift weights. I was trying to do the the kettlebells. Mm -hmm but I didn't have the flexibility that was required. And I'm like, Marcus, you're doing yourself more harm than good trying to lift weights in such a stiffed body. And so I have completely gotten out of the gym and into the yoga studio. And, you know, it's it's a building process. I'm going to, once I get flexible enough, I'm going to go back in the gym. (laughs) So I say... Uh, and start lifting again. And, well, you'll feel th- better when you do, you know? Dude, I th- yeah, I do. I do. But I think yoga is so important. And uh, speaking specifically to guys, 
we all just think, nah, that's for the ladies, man. But a lot of athletes that we know. I can't tell you how many hot dudes on Instagram I follow that are yoga guys. (laughs) They are hot. They've got man buns. They've got tattoos. And I am all over it. Some on their heads, too. Am I right? What's up? Some man buns on their heads, too. (laughs) Yeah, they're on the beach and they're practicing. And yes, it is it is beautiful. Like it'll yoke you up hold. at the same time. It's, <laughs> uh, but my dad used to call it stretching, and I would somewhat be offended. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm more than a stretching teacher. <laughs> yeah, no. Now, would he do that just to mess with you, or did he really? Yeah, just, no. Okay. He's just giving me a hard time. He likes to joke around too, but he does occasionally do yoga. Does he? I always gift yoga to my family. It's my cheap but also heartfelt Christmas present. So it's like, come for a free private yoga lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my parents come together and we did a restorative class. And I, I That's sweet. On it. Friday night, um, and this is perfect weather for it, I'm going to do a candlelight yin yoga yes, class. That's the it's best. an hour and a half. I've never done it. Um, I've been wanting to. Mm. Uh, I was supposed to go to Reno this weekend and do the exact opposite of anything holistic. I was going to be gambling, <laughs> losing money, probably drinking, and uh-huh. going to the buffet, which is something I absolutely love and have for my whole life. But my uh, to balance and to be healthier, I need more of the uh, the latter. And then you can feel so much better the next time you go to Reno and be like, I have that balance. <laughs> I know buffet and then yin yoga. Can you I know buffet yoga. Buffet yoga. I don't know. So oh, I'm no. also doing next month um, a combination with a local acupuncturist. So we're doing a yin yoga class with. Uh, needling, acupuncture needling Whoa, for the That's cool. Did you ever do that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm down to try right. all types of yoga because I just, my, I don't do enough of anything good for my body in a slow pace where I've, I've done athletic things. So I've done the big bike ride training a hundred miles. I've done that. I've done marathons in the past. This is way long ago. Or I can go to the gym and go on the treadmill and stuff. But like, my mind is happier when I'm just present and sitting there, no phone, no goals. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Those other things, there's an objective, right? You're working towards something. There's like a concrete start, finish, and end, and maybe something to compare yourself mm-hmm. against. And this is, I think, harder in a sense because it's this giant open-ended void of lifelong um, flexibility mm-hmm. and spirituality and holistic living and mm-hmm. when you're kind of standing at the bottom looking up at that it's like oh my gosh <laughs> how do I even start yeah. but then you do and you realize how amazing you feel and you realize also it can fit in with the other stuff that you're doing it is that balance yep. I have a lot of people that are surfers that come and take yoga and they practice yoga so that they can surf better. Mm-hmm. You have to have that. Well, to get on the waves, like I don't know anything about it because I don't get in the water, but you have to have that balance mm-hmm. and you have to like be able to go through the process of even popping up on the board, right. much less actually surfing a wave. I mean, forget it. Um, and also the discipline of just being quiet, like for an hour or however long the class is. Like I'm a comic, right? So I've done a few more. Um, I've tried to write by myself just 15 minutes a day here or there. And the practice of writing, um, is so therapeutic. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm starting to find my voice again. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like you're finding your voice within your own body, I think. It's a good comparison because you're still, you're moving, but you're still, you're away from the rat race, you're away from your work, you're away from your phone, and you just get that time to like be reborn in that moment. Yeah, And I just think it's so powerful. Absolutely. And when you do your yin class, you'll really love it because you hold those poses for sometimes upwards of 10 minutes. It depends. So you're getting into the connective tissue of your body. You're really opening up. And that's where you can really access energy blocks too, especially through hips, shoulders. Yeah, You'll feel that deep release. 
Um, And because you're in it for so long and you're not anticipating what is the next pose, what's the next move or sequence, you'll hear your mind going, but it is that similar thing where it's just like a river of thoughts and you can just observe and you hear your inner voice come out and you'll see patterns, Mm -hmm. you'll see different things, but there's no judgment. There's nothing to be done about it right now, but just kind of experience almost like that outsider. Yeah. And when you're done, you feel you feel so good, like you've mm-hmm. given yourself the time back. I recharge. I feel better and more awake and more alive when I've had that quiet time by myself. The I only time that. it's not recharging is when you try to bring your four year old daughter. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> it's fun. Like we did daddy daughter yoga a it couple was so of times. Sweet. Which does she do poses with you? She does, but it's still it turns into a play date. Mm. It's not that mental restoration that you need with the one on one. Amber would agree. Your, your son is six. Yes. It turns into a play date at that point. Then it's just like, I'm not sure what we're doing, but this is not my day. And, and I'm speaking very selfishly right <laughs> no, now. No, that's okay. So yeah, I think the mistake that we made is that you used that as like your weekly private yoga yeah, session. No. And no, it's not relaxing for the parent. Kids yoga is very, very different. They need yoga in a different way than we do because they are so present. Um, so it's a lot of activity. It's a lot of movement. And yeah. also they they get bored really quickly. Yeah. So I have to have about 30 activities and <laughs> just see like spaghetti on the wall, which one takes with this group of kids Mm -hmm. yeah um but the joy with that is that if they know the mindfulness skills they know the poses they're not going to be 40 years old being like how do i get into yoga it's just a natural part of their life Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's really the key i think to yoga with kids Mm -hmm. but relaxing not so much it's not it's not but to your point i do like the fact that i'm teaching her or i'm not doing anything you're teaching her a lifelong skill which is really, Amber's really good with kids. You actually, Thank she you. teaches a yoga class at the school that we're putting oh, that's my, cool. my daughter well, in. Well, the fact yeah. that your daughter's almost five and this is something she's seen. I know. I mean, that is so awesome to me. I think it's awesome that uh, meditation uh, is being introduced in, in schools now. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people don't agree with that, but I do. I think the more we can teach uh, people to be more present and the mindfulness component is a huge totally. heart, a part. And I think a lot of that comes from how busy and overscheduled and structured our lives are. Mm-hmm. And we need structure. My son thrives in structure. But when you have that downtime, how can you maximize it to really get that most relaxation and restoration? The hardest part. And it's recognizing, yeah, putting words to feelings that kids are, they're just trying to grapple with. I have this emotion. I don't really know how to name it or talk about it. And this provides a framework for that. Yeah. It's the hardest part of the session is to really be in the moment. As they say, concentrate on your breathing, concentrate on the movement. All I'm thinking about is how many ways can I make that chicken for dinner tonight? (laughs) That's that's, what what I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? Oh my God. uh, We need to work in some stuff for the show tomorrow. Oh my God. Did I forget to blah, 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 blah. And you know, and I have that too. When I go to yoga, because I'm a yoga instructor, I'm like, Oh, I really liked that cue. Oh, I love the song that they're playing. I need to make a mental note to Mm -hmm. make sure that after the class, I go find that on Spotify and you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's all... You know what? I don't know if you've heard of uh, Abraham Hicks, but no. um, she's all, all about law of attraction. And I went to her seminar a couple weeks ago and she was talking about meditation and how like everyone, if they can, should try 15 to 20 minutes a day. And someone's like, well, how do I even do it? She's like, 
Because the thoughts, the thoughts come in your head. And she's like, focus when you're closing your eyes on something really boring. Mm -hmm. Focus on the air, the sound of the air or something that you don't even care about because it'll help your brain be distracted from going a million different ways like it does. Yeah. So hard. Because it wants to make a list. So hard. Mine wants, I don't know why I could sit down for 10 minutes with my eyes closed and my brain is like, why don't we think of everything we want to do tomorrow on the weekend, what we need to cook for dinner, what's on the grocery, like why Why the 10 minutes I want to be quiet is the right. time it needs to or do the, the checklist. Or the right before bed. And it's just because we haven't really learned how to be still. Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to do that. So I actually brought this hematite heart and I want to pass this around because it's a mindfulness exercise that I do with kids, the heart, because obviously tomorrow's Valentine's Day. But part of it is about being still. So when I do a kid's yoga class, we frequently use a prop like this and you hold it and you observe is it hot is it cold you have to describe it first is Is that a rock i'm looking so it's hematite which is a metal and it's actually one of the magnetic ones okay um and it's gray and it's fits in the palm of my hand and it is smooth and it is heavy and it is like a heart cool right now Mm -hmm. and it's just then how does it make me feel and because it's a heart Let me think about something that I love. And then before you know it, you're moving down this happy thought in your mind about the things that make you happy. You're just focusing on something as simple as this rock sitting in the palm of my hand, but you're not thinking about what am I having for lunch? Totally. And I teach the kids right before pizza day on Friday. So (laughs) big challenge. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say. Do they know they're doing that? Like, I mean, I talk about like, what it is that we're doing in the circle. And I mentioned, think about something that makes you happy or you can even say it out loud if you want to share it with the group, but you don't have to. Yeah. And then they wait. And the other thing is they sit and they wait patiently. And I don't know what they're thinking about while they're waiting patiently, but I want they the sit. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I was just holding it and I was just thinking about my family and how much I love my family. And it wasn't anything specific. It was just like a feeling, just like a few seconds mm-hmm. of feeling of just like a calm, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's indescribable. Yeah. I and like- then when you have that feeling, you recognize I can activate that at any time. Mm. So mm-hmm. when I'm feeling stressed or when I'm really thinking about my pizza, but I still have to wait five minutes or whatever it is, um, you your body remembers how to pull up that feeling. And that's the practice. And then you get more and more moments like that throughout your day. Mm. And that's just those 30 seconds of peace. And it doesn't have to or need to be longer than that Mm. to get the positive benefit of just dropping into yourself, connecting with your heart for a moment and just and feeling calm and free. It's amazing how easy it is to redirect yourself, but you just have to have the tools to be able to do it. Because we can do it in mm-hmm. in a heartbeat, yeah. but it's just like, how? How do I do it? Oh, this. Yeah. little heart exercise. Do you want to? Yeah. I would love to. Let's take it. It reminded me of when I, um, a few years ago, I was in Sedona and I was on a hike and this man was coming down the. God, I dropped it. This is so Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> it blends in with the present? carpet, but the good news is it won't break. <laughs> I know. I was uh, going up this mountain. This guy was coming down and he, total stranger, he gave me a rock heart that he found. And I still have it. It's right next to my bed. My bed, And every time I pick it up, it just makes me feel like I feel I remember the nature. I remember meeting him. Mm-hmm. I remember crying after I met him because mm-hmm. I was having like just it made me all emotional. And it was just so special. So it's one little object like that can really yeah. bring you back. 
And sweet. I also love that story because that's a random act of kindness too. And that's the just being reminded of the goodness of humanity. It's easy totally. to forget that too. Yeah. Marcus? I am not connected with this heart at all. Why? I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Why that's aren't okay. you? What you have no thoughts that come to you at all? I, all I see is blackness, and that's like completely the black void. Okay, I see a black the opposite void. of what we're going for. I know. But that's that's okay. why I didn't want to share. <laughs> God, what's we going on inside? We can talk about inside? that later. Oh, no. that's all right. yeah, we have a session today. Looking for a double session, Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, you love your wife. You love your daughter. You love your father. So I do, but a black heart does not evoke uh, thoughts of them. But don't think about the object. Think about. What brings this overall sense of calming love to your entire life and your body? This, at, this conversation is actually giving me anxiety because I feel like I'm letting the team down. No. No. Oh. You Why don't you just you say your truth? Do, you have to do that is my yeah, truth. Exactly. Okay. He and feels nothing. Okay. It's black. Okay. So <laughs> I think on. the thing about that, right, is that non-judgment and non-attachment to it. Okay. Because we all have thoughts and feelings that we might not love. And recognizing that we aren't those, they're just thoughts that we have mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we don't give meaning to them. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so this one thing actually made me feel sad. Mm -hmm. All right. Good to know. Mm -hmm. And then we just move on to the next. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause it's when we um, obsess about it that we go kind of that spiral in the opposite direction of yeah. what we're going for. I mean, I want to be cool like you guys. I you're you're so cool, man. I want to feel failure, something. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you bring in the tarot cards? I did. You want to do some tarot readings? I didn't know that was part of the day. Well, but so I'm Valentine's gonna, Day tomorrow. I will um, explain briefly and just clarify. They're not tarot. They're, oh. or, they're oracle cards. Sorry, tarot. So they're a little bit different, and I don't read tarot, mostly because I've never tried. Okay. Yeah. But these are an easier version that I connect with, and they're called oracle cards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the only difference is that tarot has like certain numbers and certain like archetypal figures, and these are, there's a whole bunch of different decks that are just oracle cards that we also consult for divine guidance, mm. um, but they have different themes attached to them. I want to do it. I have a so, Sedona Oracle deck. Awesome. So the one that I brought, though, just so you know, the one that we have, it's the romance deck for oh, Valentine's well, I'm happily Day. Married. What is that? What is that going to mean? You can apply it, it to mean your... anything. It okay. can be to um, a, a work relationship. It could be a relationship with your pet. It can be a, a relationship with yourself. I'm game. Let's go. Okay. And then we'll have to end, right? Oh yeah. So Marcus requested that I bring this, and it's a new deck, so I'm still getting to know this deck. But it is the Romance Angels Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. Mm. So just to give her love her. The, yeah, she's amazing. You are such a liar. <laughs> love her. The Go look her up on YouTube. By the she's way, the amazing. level of disbelief that Jason is hiding right now is astounding <laughs> to me. I appreciate your open-mindedness. Okay. That's what life is all about. So I've cleansed these cards and I've charged these cards, um, and it works by the law of attraction. So How basically. Charge the cards. Are we like a USB or? It's, it's a, a intention, energetic charging. So it's all about intention. It's about clearing any energy that doesn't relate to the deck and just bringing in an open channel okay. to get any answers that we're searching for, guidance, clarity, anything like that. And because it's the law of attraction, it's literally, it's just belief, right? Okay. It's just faith and it's just trusting that the energy you put out is going to pull in what you need in your life. Tell me again and that's why all we're doing, doing this here. and not Sandy. I can oh, do it for all of you because we're only oh, okay, pulling okay. one card. 
So this one, one would just be oh, one, one card. Oh, no, one card each. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes you can pull three like past, past, present, future. But with the romance card deck, it's um, it's I mean, less why, effective. Here, skeptic question. Sure. Why is me just pulling a random card out of a deck have any meaning toward anything that's going on in my life? Well, it's the law of attraction. So if you believe that it's going to offer guidance and advice and help, it will. If ah. you want it to just be fun, it can just be fun, and that's totally okay. Okay. And I won't be offended. Let's so, just see what so happens, you have Marcus. To hold, you have to hold in your mind and in your heart right now whatever it is that you're seeking guidance or answers or advice for. Hmm. And if it's a specific relationship, I want you to bring that relationship up. If it's a person, I want you to see that. It could be, like I said before, a relationship romantic. It could be familial. It can be work-related with yourself. Whatever it is, Okay. you're holding that in your mind and in your heart. Okay. And then I'm just shuffling the deck, and you're going to pull the card that pops out to you. Okay. Do, do I read it? Go for is, it. Okay, this says express your love. Go Ooh. ahead and make the romantic gesture. There well, perfect. Is. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, so <laughs> I bet your wife is going to love this one. <laughs> she says I'm not romantic so, at all. <laughs> I am deeply offended when she says that. Why she would says, you say that out loud? It. She says, you're very, uh, oh, what did she say? You're very, oh, she says you're very affectionate, but you're not romantic. That's her way of calling mm. you needy. Sandy, come over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> express your love express your love beautiful yes okay exciting oh thanks and do you have in your heart and in your mind whatever it is that you are wanting clarity towards or around enlightenment God, that is a good question I don't actually know if I have usually I'm all about like I need to know what this guy thinks yeah. of me. I don't have anything Okay, all. so then what I, I would... I just want to take whatever this is and apply it in a loving way towards myself. Perfect. I love. That's absolutely perfect. That's what I can do. And they're ready for I'm you, the one right on the top. Yeah. <laughs> Finances and career. Uh, financial issues are a factor in your love life right now. Whoa. That sounds oh. negative. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, we're going to look this one up. Does that mean I'm going to date a sugar daddy? What does that no, mean? No, no. So finances and career, financial issues are a factor in your love life right now. So it could just be that if Stop you're, dating losers? If you're looking for certain relationships, that finances can be important. I don't know if you tend to date certain types of people. Sugardaddy.com. <laughs> well, I haven't dated in a while, but the last couple have been, they have been struggling in that area. Losers. And uh, it, it, it did affect me a little bit, and I tried to help them the best I could. Yeah. But, but yeah. I'm going to read about this one real quickly. Yeah, okay? please, because I that's a surprise to me. Money and love have historically been linked, and this card points to the correlation. The romance angels want to disentangle you from financial or career pressures so that you may enjoy every aspect of your life, including romance. Ooh. While work can be a source of heart-opening satisfaction, it must be balanced with other facets of love, such as playfulness and laughter. You received this card because you'd benefit from an infusion of such lightheartedness. Call upon the angels to elevate your mood, energy levels, finances, career, and anything else that will bring you peace. Okay. So it's actually an invitation, right? So just turning it into a positive light of something that you can look at as a place to 
maybe create change or open or soften into and just see how does that factor in. And you said before that you wanted to apply this card to yourself. And Mm -hmm. so your financial and romantic intertwinings in your own life. That's funny because there was just a gig that I was offered recently and um, they, it's a really fancy gig and they didn't want to pay. And I, it's amazing how many people do this, by the way, they wanted to put my name all over the flyers Mm. and blah, 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 but no, no. And I know this was a money gig based on where it was. And I just, we could, we did our research on the Mm -hmm. company and I, I was honest and I said, Hey, this is what my rate would be. Do you have any questions? Let me know. Uh, And they said, Oh, we don't have the budget. And I said, well, then I'm, I'm not going to do the gig, but thank you very much. And it felt really good Good because I don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I need to, I want to value myself and my time and my talent. Well, and that's the thing because other people will only value us as much as we value ourselves. So then what you did is put that out in the universe and the next gig that comes your way will meet that need because Mm -hmm. you're saying this is what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. So good for you. Thank you. One of the greatest things I read online about, because you know how people say do it for exposure. Mm. It was an article someone sent me and they said the only thing you're exposing yourself is to more people Mm. who think you're going to work for for the exposure. Right. And it really (laughs) stuck with me. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. I interesting. I just went through that. Mm. All right. right. Come on up, Marcus. (laughs) Come into the hot seat. Do you have the relationship or the image or the question in your mind coming from that heart space? Yes. All right. The top one? Okay. Oh. <laughs> Why are you being weird, Marcus? It's it says, perfect. It says soulmate. Yes, this is your soulmate. What the hell does that mean? So hopefully you question. were thinking about your wife when you pulled this card. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the next goat I'd be to goat yoga. <laughs> What's the card? Soulmate. Soulmate you pulled card. the soulmate card. And it says, yes, this yes, is your soulmate. Yes, this is your soulmate. Ah, see, that's nice. That's is there anything pleasant. else about the card we should know? What does that mean? There, I mean, there's a lot of things that we take into consideration when we look at a card. So we can look at the colors. We look at the images, what pops out to us. Um, to me, this is a very, it almost looks kind of like Grecian or Roman with like the stonework and the Fabio type man. And they're sitting in a very romantic position, but it's saying that whatever you are thinking about, the answer is yes. And if you wanted to take it out of a romantic context, mm-hmm. it could be that whatever next work relationship comes your way is the correct one at that time. The correct career path or, or trajectory. Or if you are thinking about getting an animal, Yes, that animal with those puppy eyes oh, at the pound. That's wasn't the I one. About a dog? You know what I you know <laughs> what I'm what getting at though? That you're calling into your life the things that are magnetic and matching you in that positive energy and vibrational field. That okay. they are aligned. Okay. I think it's a card of, of alignment. Of course I was thinking about my wife. Who else do I think about? <laughs> I didn't know what you were thinking. We don't know what's going on in that trap. (laughs) Honestly, most of the time, I think it's tumbleweeds. That's what I... Really? Yes. No, I think he has a lot, and he just can't focus on one thing. Maybe that, too. Tumbleweeds, dishware... Sandy, if you uh, put your ear up to my ear, you hear the ocean. Is that what you're saying? I yeah, probably. It's tumbleweeds and dishware. And dishware, hot, bi- and hot chicks and bikinis. And what you're making for dinner that night. <laughs> See, he's got a lot going on. 
They busted me two days ago because I was looking at chicks in bikinis when I was supposed to be working. <laughs> I got on this website where I was actually getting an article, but they had the clickbait mm, on the right hand mm-hmm. side, and I just went, "Oh, that's neat." And then Jason goes, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> oh, I thought you like. I thought that was like an accidental pop up. You legitimately clicked on that. <laughs> I need I'm, to. Fo- I need to focus on you more during work hours. <laughs> really. <laughs> Right, Stay get, on task, Mark. I know it's hard. It's hard. So we got to start to wrap up. Anyway, okay. th- Amber, thank you for coming in. I want to plug it one more time. What's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you? I'm um, so newmomrising.com mm-hmm. and I'm also teaching so your wife Jen signed up for one of my yoga bar classes did she really? next week she did I just Neat. got the notification and that's at Sensitive Solutions which is a new family center uh, we have childcare mm-hmm. at our early morning yoga and bar classes and Sensitive Solutions is in El Granada the heart of downtown um, the goat El yoga at Limos Farm but I link to all of that through my website at newmomrising.com mm-hmm. and you're on Instagram Facebook newmomrising yep absolutely Absolutely. This is what I love about the the class that my wife signed up for is this is Amber's new spot in her new yoga studio and you can bring your child and there is a children's kind of gym downstairs. Yeah, so the owner of the space is an occupational therapist yeah. and she created a beautiful gross motor gym. So it's not just like a room where you dump your kids off mm. for for an hour and hope they're okay. It's developmentally appropriate and very stimulating. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So if you were basically, if you were a parent and you want to take a yoga class, but you have this pesky three-year-old <laughs> that just always We've gets in the way of We've got a solution for you. Yeah. You can bring them and for a small fee, they can also <laughs> hang out. Get a workout and hang out with yeah, friends. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Newmomrising.com. Amber, thank you for coming Thank in. you, Marcus. Thank, thank you, you very guys. much. Thank you so much. I'm excited.